This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for Thoughts, Theories, and Queries with Steve Valdez. And um, I'm really lucky that you sent it ahead of time, so it's already on the website. Oh, um, my goodness. And, uh, you know, Steve, before you, we go through it, why don't you just tell people what got you interested in, you know, putting these out? Because it, it's interesting to me that you know we all have these thoughts okay and we theorize things a lot of times we just keep it to ourselves or we wait to be in somebody's company to like spout this great information <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 it was odd it was uh, several years ago um i had just gotten reacquainted with a cousin from from maybe 10 15 years ago that had seen forever so we're uh, we're texting each other, and uh, I'm asking her what's going on. She's asking me what's going on, and, and it's just like, you know, two two sentence answers back and forth, you know. And then it got to the point where I sh- uh, she would say, "Well, what do you think about, um, you know, this?" And I would say, and, and she said, "In in less than one sentence, in one sentence, give me an answer. What do you think about, you know, favorite baseball team, uh, or car or truck, you know, or." You know this or that you know and we're doing it back and forth just to kind of re- get reacquainted right. and then um and then i started to say you know this one sentence answer isn't cutting it you know <laughs> we, we need a little bit more you know information exactly so um so that started you know and then she was well what do you think about this topic you know and i would just say it and and uh and then all of a sudden it would be a paragraph worth of stuff and then um she would keep asking more we'd go back and forth but she would say, well, you've got a lot of, you know, theories about things, you know, and I said, well, you know, you're asking me, I'm telling you, this is what I think about it. And um, she said, you know, we really should write some of this stuff down because it's, it's, it's fairly interesting. And I'm like, well, whatever, you know, um, but we did that back and forth for you know, months and months and months. And it, and it turned out that, you know, I did have a lot to say, you know, about these stuff and nobody ever asked me, you know, I mean, nobody. And um, so I, I started writing them down just, just to kind of get an idea, maybe expanding on, on some of them. And, um, and it was, it, it was, it was right around that time. I, I remember the, your, your brother, Gary, you know, yeah. had applied this crowd, the Scrabble blog. And, um, I thought, well, maybe I can, you know, maybe I'll start a blog or something. So I tried it on my own just to kind of yeah. see what I could do. And I got a, you know, web, you know, a, a, a site and all that. And it wasn't really working. And then, um, and then I asked him about it. Well, how do you do it? And he you know, introduced me to you, started the blog the blog went on for, you know, X amount of, you know, X amount of years. And then you were the one actually that kind of, you know, got me, uh, got me, you know, to help me decide to do this, to do the podcast. So um, well, it kind of evolved from just that to this. <laughs> well, and what I love about your theories is that you, you do take a stand, but you don't take a stand that is threatening to your readers and listeners. It's like, oh, okay, so Steve believes this. Maybe I don't, but now I understand why he thinks this. And if we could do that in everyday conversation, we would have a much nicer world to live in. Yeah, you know, the last the last uh, podcast we had, you know, I, the theory I talked about was was revolved around a, a conversation I was having with somebody else, and um, somebody saw the saw the podcast and said, you know, you really should have. Uh, gone off, gone to 
you know, why people are like that. You know, that should have been the theory is why people, why you can't have a conversation with people. And, and, and it's true, you know, I mean, there's, there's things around that and issues with that, why people, you know, if, you know, if you don't agree with them, then, then you're a bad person, kind of, you know, that tact. And that kind of wasn't what I was going for. It's just kind of came out in that, in that theory. But, um, but it's the same kind of thing, you know, uh, and I mean, and I make do, do one on that anyway, but um, yeah, it's, 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 there's a way to talk to people and, and get your point across without being threatening and with, and, and, you know, being able to see both points, both sides of it. And uh, it's, it seems like these days, it's just so hard to get into a conversation with somebody before they can do that. And just without getting angry, without, right. without, you know, you know, thinking you're a terrible person, you know, th these issues that are out now and, and what people are talking about, uh, it's like, you can't have a certain opinion now, you know, you, you it's, it's their way to the highway. And, and I mean, it just didn't, it wasn't like that before. And, and, no, you know, maybe, and I, I, you know, like I said, maybe that's a whole nother theory that, that, uh, that we'll talk about next time. Maybe. Well, <laughs> but, uh, today you have a new theory for us. So tell us I about do. it. I do. Uh, I have this on my phone. This is um, theory number 51, uh, the beneficial presence. Um, this one I, I wrote recently. This was uh, probably my, the, my last one, the newest one. Uh, the beneficial presence. Here we go. Uh, my father-in-law, James Coulter, has always been one to constantly look for ways to better himself, to edify his mind and spirit. He reads insatiably, takes courses when the topic seems interesting enough, and is always willing to share his findings with his family. He's studied everything from ancient Vedic languages to the Higgs boson in modern physics. At one point, he took a course entitled Existential Metapsychiatry. It was a scientific method of teaching and healing based on the understanding that each of us is made in the image and likeness of God, as well as dealing with what reality really is. I myself was fortunate enough to sit in on a few sessions. One of the lessons is to this day one of my favorite sayings, truth without compassion is cruelty. See theory number 15. Another gem I got from these teachings was the concept of striving to be a beneficial presence. Not to be confused with a beneficent person, somebody who does things outright to help people. A beneficial presence is someone who, just by being there, makes their surroundings better. Someone who approaches all situations peacefully and calmly and lives with a sense of gratitude. It kind of reminds me of the Desiderata, that, that poem slash life lesson that starts out, go placidly among the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. I think, I think we all know people, have known people like that at one time or another. People that can walk into a hectic situation and somehow things seem to fall into place. There's something about the concept of good things happen when you're around and that really appeals to me. In quantum physics, the physics of the very, very small, Scientists hope that someday they'll discover how everything in the universe is connected to everything else through dimensions that our senses cannot comprehend. A beneficial presence could somehow work at this level, but not everyone buys into this idea. Some people have a hard time seeing how one thing can influence another without direct involvement. But even in our reality, we actually do see examples of this, um, oddly enough, in hockey. Uh, the NHL keeps track of a stat called the plus-minus. Every time a goal is scored by your team, when you're on the ice, you get a plus one. 
And every time a goal is scored by the other team, while you're on the ice, you get a minus one. At the end of the game, all of these are added up and you're given an overall positive or negative number. A, a plus three, for example, means that your team scored three more goals than the other team when you were on the when you were out there, whether you scored a goal, whether you got an assist, or had had anything, you did anything yourself. To me, that's a beneficial presence. So quantum physics, existential metapsychiatry, hockey, uh, all different ways of referencing just being a good person, being a team player. I remember in high school, in one class, uh, somehow the teacher got on the subject of love. And uh, he asked us all what we thought love was. Love is a great feeling. Love is intense happiness. Those are some of the responses. Don't know why, but I raised my hand and I said, I think love is, is being more concerned with another person feeling great and their intense happiness than your own. Uh, in short, just be nice. Everybody will benefit from it. Or as Bill and Ted say, be excellent to each other. So the bottom line is about kindness, really. And, you know, as we talked before we got started today, we always sort of preach this kindness and then uh, we get out on the road and we're beeping our horn because somebody is going too slow or <clears throat> distracting us. Um, we go into a restaurant and we know that most restaurants don't have enough staff and we get angry because either they got our food wrong or they're not waiting on us. Um, and yet if we could just be a little bit kinder about it, and if you have to honk your horn for a good reason, you honk your horn. Right. Um, right. Or you tap on it. Maybe you tap it. You don't lean on it. You know, right. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a way to do it, you know, to get your point across, you know, a, a little less aggressively, a little less intrusively. You know, right. you have bad service somewhere, you know, yeah, you, if you want to comment, comment, it doesn't make you a bad person for commenting, but how you, it's how you comment, you know, the, the things that actually come out, yeah. you know, there's constructive criticism and there's, de there's deconstructive criticism, you know, destructive criticism. Yeah. Well, you know, there's this restaurant not far from us and we, Rich and I, for some reason, it's become a regular on Saturday nights and mostly because when we sit in the bar area, and even though we're not drinkers, but we sit there to have our dinner, there's two two women who work typically every Saturday night. They do not move fast, but it's almost like entertainment because they come over and they talk to you and they remember that you were there last week. And they may say something to the people at the table next to you, you know, and then all of a sudden a conversation starts up. And we laugh about the fact that we can be there for two and a half hours for just a simple meal, but it's all the activity that's going on around. And we enjoy that. You know, I just have to pay for my meal, not for the entertainment, but there are others who probably could walk in there on a Saturday night and think, Oh my gosh, you know, I, all I ordered was a diet Coke and, it's 20 minutes later. I don't have it. Uh, right. So you got to take the good with the bad and understand, you know, how life is happening. But yeah, I like the, can, yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. 
Well, I love the thing about hockey because I <laughs> never knew that stat. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I've known it for a while. I love hockey, you know, um, uh, and a lot of sports. But um, I always, I was always, it, it seemed at the time, uh, it was the only sport that had that stat. And I just thought it was interesting as hell. Um, just the fact that you can be out there and influence influence how the game is going without doing anything. You you get credit without scoring a goal, without having an assist. It, it, uh, there's a stat that gives you credit for being there, being part of the team when they score. So somehow you were involved in scoring, whether it was three passes before this, the goal is scored, you don't really get the assist, but you were, you were part of it. And I always thought, because in hockey, you know, you, you know, you, you watch the game yeah. and for whoever doesn't know hockey, uh, the people on the ice are only out there. The, the people on defense are out there for a few minutes at a time. The, the three offensive guys are really only out there for like a minute, a minute and a half at a time. That's it. Right. And then they go back to the bench and then the next three come in and they just rotate like that. So you're not on the ice for that long. Um, but they keep track of what, you know, what happened, what has happened on the ice when you were there? You know, how did you make a positive influence? And I know coaches, look at that too. Like, okay, who are my three that work the best together? Right. It may be one person is the only one that scores out of those three, every single time those three are out there. But when that person that scores is paired with two other people, he doesn't do so well. So somehow the three of them work together for, to, to, to get goals, you know, right. To make things happen. And I thought that was interesting. That was great that, that they kept track of that thing. Right. The other thing, well, he had, a, he was a, he was a, he had a great day. He was a plus four, you know, he had a lousy day. He was a minus two, you know, and, and you think about it and you say, oh yeah, you know, I'm on the ice and they're scoring goals. So what, what am I doing wrong? And, and I'm sure they look at that and they work on that. And they say, well, yeah, well, look at the film. What are you doing wrong? Why, why, why every time you went out there, they did better. You know, your team didn't do better. They did, you know? So um, I think I, I'm almost positive basketball is starting to do something like that. Uh, maybe they already have, and I just missed it, but, I, I kind of remember hearing, um, well, he was a, like a plus, plus 30 today because, you know, there, when he was out there, he was out there for 20 minutes, their team scored, you know, 20 points and the other team scored 10 points. Maybe he was, so he was a plus 10 for that. Right. But I think other, other sports and other areas are starting to get that, right? Starting to, to, uh, to look at that stat because it's important. It's important. Well, and I think we even find that in our everyday life, um, there's always some t something about, you know, if you're working on something, okay, and you really don't need the other person's assistance, but you know that, hey, if I have a question, I can connect with them. And so I know when um, I first started doing training on software products, I used to say to my husband, as I'm putting my course together, could you just sit in the office? You can work on something else. But if I have a question and in the beginning, we'd be like, well, either come get me or whatever. And I found when he did that, it took me forever to write my courseware. But if he was sitting in the room and I knew he was available, I didn't need him. I knew what to do. Yeah. And he would say to me, well, that only took you like a half hour. But last week you were up there for three, four hours. And I said to him, there's something about just, you're my security blanket while I'm yeah. doing this. 
Yeah, that's exactly no. what I'm talking about. That's exactly right. And, and he didn't even know it, didn't even get it, didn't even never crossed his mind. But for you, it made a difference him being there. Exactly. You know, without any in, any input on his part, you know, you you felt better him being there, and, and it made you it made you more efficient. You know, I mean, I think and I think leaders, good leaders, great leaders, have that ability. Um, you know, to instill that kind of confidence without just like, okay, well, I know this guy's here. I'm going to take care of my business, but I know if, if things go to crazy, this guy's going to take care of it, you know, w- without him necessarily doing anything. It's just like your confidence instills confidence in others, you know, without having to say, okay, this is what you do, this X, Y, and Z. And like, everything's going to go great now, but you know, they, okay, well, he's here. So if things go crazy, you know, it's a different, it's a different mindset, you know? Oh, Absolutely. Without, without, you know, with a different leader, you're thinking, oh, my God, this guy's terrible under pressure. He's terrible. You know, he yells a lot, you know, when things go wrong. You know, it, that, that group has a different attitude, you know, based on who's, you know, supervising or managing them or whatever. So, um, yeah, and in a lot of ways, it, it's, it's like that. You know, you, you don't necessarily have to do anything, but it's just you being there, you know, makes things better. I think, I think it's a cool concept. Yeah, it is. And I think if we just, you know, sort of watch our lives over the next couple of weeks and take in, you know, what is what is the thing that makes you the most productive? Okay. For me, I know that one of the things that I do, I'll usually put it out there for two or three of my friends who I sort of observe in a certain area, maybe they're my mentor. And I'll say to them, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, And if I need some help, can I reach out to you? And, you know, if I pick the right ones, they'll say yes. And then once it's done, they'll say to me, well, you never reached out. Well, I really didn't need you. Okay. Right. Um, I decided two months ago that I was going to go on um, a clean eating plan. Mm. And um, I reached out to three friends who have basically all their life have eaten clean. And I said, I just want you to be there if I start to fail. Um, and it's interesting because one of them said, you didn't have to tell me. And I said, yes, I did. Because now I'm committed to it. And yeah. it's like... Okay. So I think, you know, like in sports and so many other things, those are the things that we hold on to. You're going to commit to something if you have that support. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, AA is, is based on, is based completely on that, you know, the sponsor, you know, he, he's not standing by you every day, every minute watching you, seeing if you're, you know, having issues or not problems and you know how you're doing, but you, you know, that he's there. I mean, 24 yeah. seven, you can call this guy if you have any problems and, you know, I think before that you were just on your own and you were doing this and you were doing that. And now all of a sudden you've got this, you know, kind of guardian angel there that that's not there, there, but not there just in case. And, and the, your, your mindset just changes like, Oh my God, you know, I'm not alone. I'm not doing this by myself. And, and, and if, if I need somebody, he's there, I'm not going to call him every day. Exactly. You know, but again, it's that same type of uh, presence, you know, without actually doing something, you know, it just, it's just, it calms things. It makes things better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I certainly enjoy our Tuesday mornings when we get to talk about, 
you know, your thoughts, your theories, your queries. Um, for those of you who are listening in, I will have the website available so that you can go through and read any or all of them. Um, and if you have any suggestions for Steve, please send them to me. I will make sure that uh, we ask him his thoughts about what you're thinking about. Sounds good. In the meantime, I have a great day. And is it going to be hot in California today? You know, it, today we have this thing out here called June gloom. And um, every time, you know, right when, when spring ends, June starts, it's just overcast. You know, I don't know, 20 days out of 30. It's wow. starting to get warm, but it's just overcast a lot. Uh, but you can feel it starting to heat up. Uh, come July, it's going to be a scorcher like it always is. But um, we have this little respite in between that, that it's not cold, not hot. It's not bad. It's not bad, but we know it's coming. So pretty soon, pretty soon. I got the weather report for my son yesterday in Fort Worth, and he was sick most of the weekend. And we finally realized it was from the heat because his mm. body has not adjusted. And oh, it yeah. was 117 oh, yesterday. God. So I said, no wonder you're sick. Oh, um, that's no, yeah, that's no joke. I mean, I, I you know, I, I drive a lot. My air conditioner is not that great, you know, and, and I really got to watch overheating. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. You, know? you look at you, you, you I've kind of learned to, to get to know the symptoms and when something's coming on, I got to pull over or whatever. Cause, uh, you know, always stay hydrated, always have water and stuff, but, um, yeah, that, that that's, that's, that's a real deal. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you out there, enjoy the day, whether it's gloomy or sun shining. Um, and uh, let's just make this a kinder world. I love it. Have Sounds a great good. day, Steve. Bye-bye we'll now. See you. Bye.